What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We've all heard that phrase. We all know it very well. But is it true? That's what I'll be talking about today in today's video. Hello, friends, and welcome back. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Yay! So I want to talk about this phrase that we kind of always say. We say, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And I think it has good intentions. I think that it means well. I think that people think that, you know, what you go through makes you stronger or it makes you grittier or smarter or wiser. But that's not always the case. Sometimes what doesn't kill us injures us, traumatizes us, wears us down, um, makes us walk with a limp. I think about an illustration, if you go with me, if someone were to beat me within an inch of my life, right? Beat me up. Um, yeah, it didn't kill me, but I'll also probably have injuries that I might sustain for the rest of my life. I might, you know, walk through life with a limp now. I might not be able to be 100% myself and I might not be as strong as I was before I got beat up. And while I think that that phrase means well, it's really bad. I feel like it's a really bad phrase to use because it kind of, it, it kind of passively makes it okay for what happened to us to happen to us. Like we try to always turn a negative into a positive when sometimes the negative is just a negative. Sometimes what happened to us shouldn't have happened to us in the first place. It shouldn't have happened at all. And instead of trying to, you know, find the silver lining, we should really address the problem. And so you'll have people being mistreated or, you know, abused or underserved or insert whatever thing here that kind of injures people. And we say, well, you know, it makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And that's not the case. Sometimes what doesn't kill you now kills you later. Sometimes what doesn't kill you physically kills you mentally, spiritually, uh, emotionally, right? Like relationally, we sustain a lot of injuries from our past that we have not dealt with. And I want to give you permission to mourn those things that you suffered. For a long time, I felt like, especially with Christian culture, I felt like I had to always be positive. I had to always be, you know, looking at the bright side or at the silver lining of something. But sometimes what happens to us is a trauma. Sometimes what happens to us sucks. It just sucks. There's no positive that comes from this. And it's really frustrating when you're in the moment going through it and people are telling you, just look at the bright side. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think when people say that they're well-wishing, right? They want you to feel good. They want you to feel uh, positive. They want you to focus on the good instead of the bad. But then when we don't address the bad, the bad continues to happen. If someone is abused and the abuser is not dealt with, right? Then the abuser can continue to abuse other people. It's not about what kills you makes you stronger. It's like, no, that shouldn't have happened. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. And let's deal with the problem. Let's get to the root of the issue instead of dealing with people like they are the problem for experiencing the trauma or for being upset or for being broken or for being hurt, right? I want us to put more attention on actually dealing with the things that cause us harm and not and stop making us seem like we're the problem for feeling that pain. If it hurts, why does it hurt? Where did this come from? How can we remedy this situation? How can we hold people accountable for hurting us? How can we stop this from happening to other people? A lot of things that I endured in my life, I should not have. And that's the truth. It's not about, oh, it's adding to my testimony. It's not about me seeing the silver lining or not being able to. It's not about me being stronger. Because the truth is, I feel like, you know, I was strong before. Strong is strength is not a problem. The problem is the complicit, like how, how we're complicit with abuse, how we're complicit and fine with people being mistreated because we have to turn around and make it about making them stronger when really it just weakens them. You know, the only the only way that this makes sense is like exercise kind of, because we know that when you exercise, there are little micro tears that happen in your muscles. And so when you rest and heal, 
then like you build more muscle, right? That's how people gain muscle. I understand that. But I don't think that life always works that way. I don't think that sometimes, I, I do think that sometimes, most times, what tears us and rips us apart, people are so interested in not being focused on the negative that they force you to be positive, right? You're injured. Someone breaks your leg and they're telling you to walk and you can't walk. And then you feel like you're broken because you can't walk. But it's like, no, your leg is broken. You need to take time to heal. You need to take time to take care of yourself. You need to take time to nurse your wounds. And mo- and a lot of people don't take that time to nurse their wounds. And I feel like that's how we end up with people being bitter or hobbling through life because someone told them that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But what I've learned is that sometimes what doesn't kill us now kills us later on or kills us in ways that we cannot see. So no, I don't agree with this phrase that what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I feel like it's a very oppressive term because it kind of binds the person and holds them accountable for something they didn't do to themselves. It holds them accountable for situations they didn't put themselves into, right? It holds them accountable for someone else who should be held accountable for the trauma that they caused them. I hope I'm making sense. But either way, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't agree with that. And I think it just feeds into this trope of Black women being strong. We know that we're strong, right? But we're tired of being strong. We shouldn't have to be strong. There are things that I went through as a child that people are like, you know, you're so resilient. You're so strong. And a lot of compliments that people give Black women are based in trauma or their response to their trauma. And so when people tell me, oh, you're so resilient, you've been through so much, I'm so I'm so proud of you, you're so strong, I'm grateful for those things, but I also feel my child self shouldn't have to go through that. My child self should not have experienced those things. My adult self should not have experienced those things. You shouldn't have experienced those things. And we need to spend more energy and time going after people or the things or the situations or the systems that are oppressing people, abusing people, instead of putting it on the on the people who are hurt and broken to fix it, to see the bright side of something. I believe in justice. I believe in making wrong things right. I believe in doing the hard work and being confrontational and not turning a bad situation over and seeing, oh, what's the positive I can take from this? But remedying that that situation, remedying that trauma. That That's my thought on what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it makes you weaker. It makes you more vulnerable. When, when If I have a broken leg and I'm running from a bear... And I'm in the woods, so that's where I'm going. <laughs> but if I'm running for, from a bear, this broken leg is not going to help me escape. It is a weakness. It is in the way. And while we should deal with our traumas and we should seek counseling if we can, and we should seek healing, I also think it's important that we seek justice for the things done to us, seek, uh, seek things being made right that was wronged. And one thing, one more thing I want to add to this conversation is, wouldn't it be great if instead of saying what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which is kind of like a passive and kind of gaslighting kind of phrase. What if we said, I love how you honored your boundaries. I'm so proud of you for defending yourself. I'm so proud of you for standing up for what was right. I'm so proud of you for seeking justice for what was wronged. Right. And if we if we put more emphasis on those kind of compliments, I feel like then we'll actually start getting it right. Instead of saying, oh, you're hurt. Well, girl, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's not helping anything. It's not addressing the problem. Addressing the problem means setting boundaries, healing yourself, cutting people off, being confrontational, things that don't feel good, things that aren't gushy and you know warm, things that are hard. And when we start to give people compliments in that way, I love how you honored your boundaries. Thank you for honoring your boundaries. Thank you for seeking justice. Then we start to remedy the situation. 
I think people are really used to Black women being mined for strength and for resources and for being used and abused. I think the world is used to Black women suffering. We are used to Black women suffering. What we're not used to is Black women standing up for themselves and saying, hey, I'm not taking this no more. No, it didn't make me stronger. I'm cutting out the toxicity in my life. I'm setting the boundaries. I'm removing myself from the situation. And we're so used to Black women being strong in spite of being abused and neglected. And now I feel like the world is starting to see Black women saying, I choose myself. And choosing yourself is revolutionary and it's hard. It is difficult. And so, no, what kills me does not make me stronger. What makes me stronger is me setting boundaries. What makes me stronger is me is me choosing myself. I journaled and I wrote down, what gives us strength and hardship? Safety, love, support, community, nourishment, adequate provision, generosity, rest, quality, quality food, creativity, right? Like, what didn't kill me traumatized me. What didn't kill me sent me literally into a depression. What didn't kill me made me question my value and my worth. No, it didn't. It didn't kill me. Right. But it, it ruined my life. What didn't kill me ruined my life. And, it, and I'm, and I'm in a journey and a fight to get my life back. And I feel like there are a lot of women who feel the same way. And so, no, you don't have to say to yourself, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. It's okay to mourn what hurts you. It's okay to mourn what didn't kill you. It's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be confrontational. It's okay to take time for yourself, to remove yourself from situations, to save yourself. Because if you keep putting yourself in harm's way, you will die. And maybe not physically, but emotionally, spiritually. And you deserve to live and to thrive. And the only way that you can do that is by choosing yourself is by saving yourself, removing yourself from people who do not mean you well. And I'm saying this to you because I needed someone to say this to me. What doesn't kill you hurts you. It harms you. And it's about time that you chose yourself. And we don't need trauma to make us stronger. What we need is support. What we need is love, nourishment. That makes us stronger. It's much like parents who say, well, I went through it, so you have to go through it too. And we're passing this trauma down after generation, from generation to generation. And it's like, we're just becoming weaker and weaker and weaker. Wouldn't it make more sense to get what you need to be strong? That's the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't believe in it. What doesn't kill you now may kill you later. So I hope that you felt this. I hope that you resonated with this. If you did, let me know. Because um, I'm, I'm still working through this feeling. Like these, these, these truths that we just kind of accept that no one really questions. I'm working through them because they are harmful. They're detrimental. Especially to Black women. Especially like... And, and even in the Christian culture, like this, this toxic positivity, I hate it. It ruins lives and it makes people invisible if they don't fit into this box of positivity. And that's not real. So anyway, if you resonate with this, let me know. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please send it to them. And I will talk to you all in the next video. I love you. Keep loving yourselves. Keep doing the hard work. I believe in you. I see you. I celebrate you. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. You say I'm strong. I am surviving, I get along, wanna be thriving, well's overdrawn, so tired of striving, and I'm so tired of being strong. This weight is heavy, this weight was given to me, I wasn't ready. For what's expected of me You want me to fly But you keep on clipping my wings I try and try, it's too heavy 
They say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I would rather remain weaker longer. If it means I'd still have joy. They say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I just think it makes you suffer longer. Why do I need pain when I have joy? You say I'm strong. I am surviving. I get along. Wanna be thriving. Well's overdrawn. So tired of striving.
strong.